0: Um, I named the rover Rovi. That's good. Yeah, like c- get it, like Rosie the Riveter, Rovi the Rover. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Was- yeah. yeah, that's it. That's all the jokes I got. Cool. I'm out of jokes. Hello, and welcome to our The Hundred podcast, brought to you by the Aficionados Podcast Network. My name is Brittany Ray, and I am a 27 year old writer in Vancouver, BC. I'm on Twitter at Britannia, where I can be found attempting journalism and talking about my cat. My favorite Dr. Seuss quote is Unless someone like you cares a whole awful lot, nothing is going to get better. It's not. And my name is Robin Jeffrey. I'm a 22 year old film student from Alberta, Canada. I like brooding anti heroes and feminist agendas. I run at the hundred script on Twitter, and you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey pretty much everywhere. My favorite Dr. Seuss quote is Today you are you. That is truer than true. There is no one alive who is youer than you. Today, we have words to say about episode 406 of The 100, We Will Rise. I like that we have a Dr. Seuss-themed podcast today. Yep, that's it. And that every time I say Dr. Seuss, my brain really quickly in my, uh, while I'm talking goes, Dr. Who? And I'm like, no, 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 (laughs) not the right one. (laughs) No, incorrect. Wrong doctor. We are going to be talking lab, then Arcadia, then road trip, so let's begin with lab, shall we? Lab. Rocket simulation. It's the 42nd try. It happened. That's a good joke. Cause 42? 42! Oh. That's a solid that's one. That's cute. That's one of the lost numbers. <laughs> it's also a hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy joke. Okay, th- I was on the lost train. Surprise. Yeah, when are you not? <laughs> always on brand. For a second I was just like, uh-oh. Is that one of the last numbers? And then I looked down at my calf to make sure. <laughs> you checked your tattoo. <laughs> Fantastic. So, Smurfy has a toy car and my mom had a really cool Like here's a big theory. Let's just start with a huge theory. Are you ready? Yeah, um except that you just called Murphy Smurfy and so we need to also talk about that at some point. Continue. <laughs> okay, well, do you want to start with me to, with talking about <laughs> no, how I call but... Smurfy? Smurfy sometimes. Don't no, super loved it. <laughs> Okay, keep okay. Going. Listen. Okay, let me make sure that I can get this theory correct that okay. she has has painted for me earlier today. Okay. So, mom's thought is because Raven might not be able to um take the controls mm-hmm. uh, in the rocket, the other person who we saw at the controls of something this episode was Murphy. True. Also, he's been listening to Raven do all these things over and over again, so... And he's, I don't know, really, really smart. Yeah. I like that theory, because I kind of thought maybe, you know, before everything got quite literally, like, blown to pieces, I kind of thought that Raven and Abby wouldn't be able to go up and maybe Murphy would take one of their places. So that Mm. tracks, I think. Yeah. Murphy's gonna play a role. Yeah, a little smurf. So then later, you know, Murphy's bouncing a ball because he gets tired of things pretty easily. I, You know what? I always wonder, what do they do for fun over there? You know? I was legit like, thinking... Like, they don't have their smartphones. Do they not so have Netflix? Do do? You know what? I'm gonna guess no. Because Murphy quotes The Shining, so <laughs> Murphy's <how> Murphy... <laughs> seen The Shining, or or Reddit. Okay, here, here's my thought, okay? okay? Imagine. Okay. They get to the lab, Mm -hmm. and all Murphy was doing last episode, when we didn't see him, was that on Becca's computer, he found Netflix, and was just watching TV shows and movies the whole time, and that's how he freaking knows The Freaking Shining. Oh my god. I love it. Because how else? Well, because- I was like, is this a mess up, or what? Well, the ARC had, like, sports programs, and clearly, like, books, and Dr. Seuss and stuff, so I'm just assuming they had movies yeah i guess they brought all the classics back that's why i'm saying if they didn't i know that they don't have battlestar galactica up there because otherwise no one would be in this mess okay and here's how i know that they didn't have loss up there because otherwise they would go huh kane sure looks like desmond <laughs> they should use him to find a hatch like dude we need a bunker to survive in use your nose <laughs> <laughs> raven yells at murphy mm-hmm. Are these her words? Because later Luna says, "I don't think that was her talking." But also Ravens screaming at Luna, "Get off me!" Just like she wasn't, she was yelling, "Get off me!" And Nevermore, mm-hmm. and like very similarly, also. Yeah, the same sort of alley-induced freakout. Yeah. Do we think that that's what happened, or do we think that was just Raven having enough? No, I think that was Raven with no filter. E- well, mm. less, even more, even more of a lack of a filter than usual. Right. Because, um, the way I read that scene, especially because, like, obviously it's Raven's brain struggling, but it's sort of like when someone is at their absolute angriest in the middle of the fight, and they say the thing that you're terrified they're going to say. Yeah. But they say it, and it, they're, later they'll say, I didn't mean it, but you know that they meant it. Mm-hmm. That's Raven in that scene. Right. So I think she absolutely- those are thoughts she's had about Murphy, but she also knows that Murphy is not the same person anymore. So, I think part of it was just Allie unleashing her inhibitions. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I wish we knew more about how this Allie part of Raven's brain actually worked. Yeah, like, what is it in Raven that is Allie? Yeah, I'm not sure. Because they keep saying it's Becca, but it's- It's It's not not Becca, Becca, it's Allie. Allie. So... And Allie was obviously a far more poisonous presence than Becca was because Becca was a pretty, even though she was sort of fanatical in her search for artificial intelligence, she was obviously a more stable person than Allie is. Is it Allie trying to tell Raven that it's Becca? I don't think so. I think that's the writers telling the audience, oh, well, she has this information because it's Becca, and even though, like, we know better, we're just supposed to sort of start believing it. Okay. Luna goes, I give myself to the miracle of the sea. So... She, like, Flow Crew seems to have all of these really interesting mantras that they just bring out whenever, you know? Flow Crew is the most mentally stable of all the crews. True. Because what Luna does here is sort of like an extension of what you do when you're in therapy, especially if you're like me and you have panic attacks. You have, like, the deep breathing and sort of, like, the repeated phrases because it's something that you can latch onto and gives your brain something to focus on that isn't, like, the bad feelings like Raven has. Mm -hmm. So, I think with Flo it's really interesting and Luna herself, that even though she kind of comes off as, like, this hippy-dippy, like, new wave vacationer who came back from, like, one beach vacay with bees in her hair and thinks she knows everything about, like, (laughs) mysticism, she also has some legitimate, like, therapeutic techniques. Mm -hmm. She's the new queen of mindfulness. I love this, to be honest. Murphy makes Luna the new Raven sitter, and he just like kicks his toy <laughs> <laughs> truck, and I'm like, buddy, I know it's been a rough day. <laughs> it's, it's been a hard one. Where's your girlfriend, my friend? Yeah, where was Amori? I don't know. Do you think she was taking a nap the whole time, just like Abby? Yeah, yeah. that's what's happening. Whenever they're not there, is they just take a nap. Legitimately. Yeah. But do they? How do they take naps all day? All day unless they're working throughout the night. But we know that they're not because it's happening concurrently with the road trip. Well, exactly. So, you know, maybe they're really, really, really long naps. Yeah. Like, (laughs) Jackson and Abby were like, we've been working for three days straight, so we're gonna sleep for three days straight. The only person who's not sleeping is Raven, I guess. And Amori's probably, like, creeping around, like, spying on everyone, like, what's going on here? What's the tea here? What do you think it means that Murphy is also trying to learn this mantra? What do you think it means? I don't even... I mean, first of all... May may I just say that the only two words that he actually gets right is myself <laughs> and miracle. Because of course he does. <laughs> I love that boy. I'm not sure. I I think that... I mean, Murphy tries to better himself, but he doesn't want people to know that he's trying to better himself, Mm -hmm. and I think that's kind of what he's doing, is he's just like, I'm not trying to learn your thing, I do my own thing. Because he doesn't want the credit or the attention. Actually, it's not even that he doesn't want the credit, it's like, uh, he doesn't want people to know that he's a good person. (laughs) No, like, literally, though? (laughs) Like, literally, though. He's a pretty sweet dude. Yeah. Well, you know, he is now. Because yeah. the thing I really like about this scene is that you actually do see Murphy's character development in that tiny little thing where he's trying to learn, like, mm-hmm. the mindfulness technique. It's just sort of like, okay, well, maybe that could come in you- handy later. Like, maybe I can learn something from Luna. But I'm sure mm-hmm. I sh- I'm not going to tell Luna, but damn it, dog bark! <laughs> anyway, what do you think? Well, my next point is, what do you think this room is? Oh my god, I'm so glad you said that, because I have notes about it. Oh, okay, great. Okay, so Becca's office. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, yeah. Such an interesting look into who she is as a person. Yeah, yeah. Which is wonderfully, beautifully creepy. hmm it was kind of creepy, there was just, yeah, I don't, yeah, keep talking. Next to Luna, um, there's two seats in front of the desk that Murphy's sitting at. There's animal heads in the background, like animal skulls. And then next to Luna is actually, um, I guess, what an art piece, but it's a sculpture of human veins that comprise an entire person. So when you sit down where Luna sits down, next to her is a life-size thing that's just veins that shape a human. I have questions, Becca. (laughs) (laughs) And then behind Murphy is basically, like, Becca's mission statement about who she is as a person, which is this sort of merging of not man and machine, but woman and machine, because it's Mm -hmm. got DNA mixed in with machinery, and it's so obviously a female form, Mm -hmm. which is sort of, like, a commentary on who Becca was as a person, and then sort of a greater commentary on the fact that we have primarily women working, trying to find this cure, and sort of acting as, like, the saviors of humanity with Clark, Raven, and Abby sort of thing, so... Mm -hmm. This office says so much about Becca, but, like, girl, where did you get your aesthetic from? You yeah. have an umbrella for a chandelier. What an interesting person. What? I would not have wanted to know her. <laughs> Luna feels like she understands Murphy. Because she feels like they're similar in some ways. Yeah, I think she sees his inner anger and mm-hmm. understands it. She says, I don't think she hates you for that as much as you hate yourself. But, I mean, honestly, if I was Raven, I'd be pretty mad. Yeah, that was the thing that I really liked about Raven's freakout, is that in a lot of ways, even though we've come to love Murphy, that was justified. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, hating him wasn't justified, but the things that she said and the anger that she has are valid because Murphy handicapped Raven. And you know what I was really happy about? Was Mm. that she didn't say sorry. Me too! I was like, don't you dare say sorry. Because Raven doesn't say sorry. Like, Murphy is my favorite character, but he doesn't... He doesn't deserve your sorry, honestly. Like, and I think that's the great thing about Murphy is that because he was so narratively in the wrong a lot of the time, he's not owed those things, but Mm -hmm. you want them for him. Yeah. But with Raven, because she's such an unapologetic character where she will recognize when you are owed something because you've contributed, Mm -hmm. but she will not say sorry because, honestly, like, Murphy shot her. Yeah. Like, Murphy is the reason that all of these awful, terrible, different hardships have come to her. Mm Mm-hmm. And without that, she wouldn't have taken the chip and fallen with Allie in the first place. And she wouldn't have- Do you remember in season two when she tried to make that balloon and, like, tried to climb up that ladder? Yeah. When they were trying to figure out the radio signal to see what Mount Weather was talking about. That, and then she wouldn't have had to have that awful surgery that she had to do without anesthesia. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking of more and more things. She wouldn't have to wear that brace. Lindsay wouldn't have. She and Wick would have been able to escape from... Mount Weather after the explosion. Mm Mm-hmm. She would would have been able to leave the beach. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. She would have been able to do all sorts of things, but because this thing happened where Murphy lost, you know, all sense of chill, Raven is constantly paying the price for that. Yeah. And I think Raven would not change it because that struggle has obviously made her stronger. Yeah. But the resentment there is so understandable. Mm Mm-hmm. And in a lot of ways, I th- I think that Murphy has learned from Amori because Amori too has sort of like the that disability mm-hmm. um, in a different way than Raven does. But I think Murphy in the past would have gone a lot harder at Raven for lashing out. Yeah. But instead, he gets like one clip in and then he walks away. Yeah. So he's growing, even though the beautiful creepster made a mistake. <laughs> So, Luna says that she wouldn't want to be the last person on Earth, and Murphy says that he would, but I don't think that's true. And I think that he's just trying to distance himself from her, because mm-hmm. she thinks they're similar, and he is trying to say, no, we're not. Do you think they're similar? Luna has her points, mm-hmm. and we don't, I don't think we know enough about Luna. Like, we know so much about Murphy that I don't think we know enough about Luna to do too many um, comparisons like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she says she knows the darkness... And they had a lot of talk about darkness in this episode, but... (laughs) little on the nose. (laughs) Yeah. And clearly, they are sort of similar because Luna sees herself in Murphy. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think also because Luna sees that she can help. Yeah. Like, Luna obviously is someone who went from being brutal to being a nurturer, and she Mm -hmm. chose that for herself. Yeah. Which is... A huge thing for a person to do is to sort of change everything that they're about, which is kind of what Murphy's been trying to do. She mentioned that she had to kill her own brother, and I think that we talked a lot about this on our podcast from last season. I don't exactly remember what uh, conclusions we came to about Mm – we had so many questions about the conclave – Uh, So I think this answers something, but I honestly don't remember all the questions that we asked about it. But something else that I got from my mom that I wanted to bring up was that she said that she killed her own brother and she killed him because of their blood. Yes? Yes. The reason why Octavia is not killing her brother is because of their blood. Ooh. Damn, I love Denise Hot Takes so much because your (laughs) mom is so smart. (laughs) Like, I finish my notes and then I go upstairs and she's just like... Here you go, add these. Whereas like when I watch The 100 with my mom, she'll like be, (laughs) she'll be watching and I actually have, I took notes when I was watching with her last season because it was so funny because I was like, oh my God, it'd be so funny because Robin's mom says all these great things and I think the number one thing she took away from it, it was when Bellamy was going through his rebel phase and she goes, that boy needs a spanking. (laughs) And I was like, mom, I can't. That's relatable though. can't say these things (laughs) yeah here we go bellamy needs a spanking or a timeout clark is a queen and a rock star ontari needs to dig a hole and die in it oh my god (laughs) she's just really sad for raven marcus rocks and loves that he went to help bellamy she always feels sorry for monty she has lots of thoughts about jasper's ptsd actually but this is from last season Mm mm-hmm my birthday is coming up and it would be nice for them to get rid of Pike Jaha and for Bellamy to come to his senses and Clark to go back to her mom.
1: <laughs> so That's like, relatable too. Though. Very different
0: mom things here. <laughs> Later, Raven can't figure it out and you know, Murphy's like don't be perfect. It doesn't have it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to work. And so, hey, you want another point from my mom? Yeah. She said that the way that raven is getting through this ride is like mm-hmm. half of it has to be perfect and half of it just has to be human and so raven is kind of half perfect which is like the alley side of her and then half human the man and machine yeah exactly yeah 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 yeah. so then maybe that's how they're going to save the day is that they're going to need a human part and not, not everything has to be machine well, exactly. And, like, we don't have, like, the rocket option anymore, so... Right. We can't just rely on science now. hmm How are they gonna do that? Anyway, like, Luna says, hey, we, like, crash into the water, and then she's like, Luna, you're so smart, and Murphy's like, yep, story of my life. And I'm like, did no one look up how we already do these things? Yeah. <laughs> this is how some of the space program does things. Hot take. Murphy, huh. Raven, Luna... OT3. What are we going to call it? I don't even know. Sea Mechanic Creepster. Yes. Hmm. Trash. Trash can. (laughs) Garbage. Garbage Sea Mechanic. Garbage Sea Mechanic. Sea Mechanic garbage. Sea Garbage Mechanic. Real talk, though. We'll talk about it. Real talk, though. Sea Mechanic. Yeah, though. Yeah. 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 Raven and Luna. I would Mm -hmm. watch that and ship that happily. Yep but I think that they probably couldn't get along long-term because Raven would start to go nuts every time Luna started meditating. Yep. (laughs) True. Um, So Raven figures it out, uh, and she literally says, she (laughs) opens the thing and goes, took every last drop of fuel, but I did it. Mm. I'm like, okay. That foreshadowing, though. But like that was like after we learned that they lost the barrel, (laughs) so we're like, thanks. Okay, but... Let's talk about the fact that the glorif- like, not the gloriford, but the actual mermaid was like, hey, you should use water. (laughs) How did I not think of this sooner? (laughs) Like, yeah, I like the ocean. You should use the ocean. All answers come from the ocean. Ocean. You know Luna would have been, like, a frequent, like, Cabo visitor. She likes the beach. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, seizure time. No. That's it. I don't really have anything to say about it, because I'm sad. I mean, they're not going to space. And now Raven has a seizure, and it is- Every episode of this show, you can pick one person to have the no good, very bad day. Definitely Raven's episode. It's usually gonna be Raven. Yeah. Uh, are you ready to move on to Arcadia? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Arcadia. I hate that spotlight so much. (laughs) You know what I thought was really funny, though? What- Last episode, we're like, oh no, the only two people that we actually care about, whether they're alive or not, Jasper and Jaha. And then they're like, let's start this episode with Jasper and Jaha so that everyone <laughs> knows that they're okay. <laughs> the old J&J. Hanging out. Just have fun, you're number one. Jasper quotes Dr. Seuss. It's a quote from One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got nothing from it. <laughs> I couldn't- other than Jasper enjoyed Dr. Seuss as a kid. I guess so. And he remembered it. Do you think he was, like, trying to commit really hard to the no chill aesthetic and was just kind of- or a super chill aesthetic and was like, what's some hot quotes I could memorize to quote at people? (laughs) Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss. Nice. That'll work. I gotta find some Bob Marley and (laughs) Dr. Seuss and we'll be good to go. You know he loves Bob Marley. Jasper is 100% that guy. My mom also wanted to point out that Jaha brings up the black rain, or I guess Jasper brings up the black rain, and he Mm -hmm. says that it would be colorless. And so that's just another point to make from last episode where, you know, black rain doesn't discriminate between the sinners and the saints. (laughs) Okay. But, like, (laughs) it's pretty much just, like, the rain isn't gonna come down and be like, hey, it, we're black, so, um, that's how you know that, uh, we're gonna kill you." No, it's just gonna burn the crap out of you. Exactly. And
1: <laughs> like, then you'll it, be like, oh,
0: this is bad. It's not, like, warning rain or whatever, like, it's just- you're not gonna be able to tell. Yeah, which is why they have, like, all those drills, right? Yeah. So Jaha's still carrying around his, like, 11th seal thing that he found. He found a new cult! Which, I think- is just, like, a reminder for them to be like, hey, remember this from a couple episodes ago? Don't forget, it's a thing still. We're coming back to this. Yep. You don't know what it means yet, but you will. But you will. And then, you know, they all come in, beat up Ilian, and Cain saves him. Yeah, because here's the thing about Flippin' Sky Crew. They killed all the good ones on the Ark, because mm-hmm. they all sacrificed themselves. Yep. And so all that's left, even after everyone was killed, are, like, our main faves, and then the people who elected Pike. That's so real, though. Yeah. That's so true. So- all the good ones went in the culling. Yeah. Where art thou, Ginger Dad? We could use a Ginger Dad right now. Reese's dad was a hero, and we needed him. Just like we needed Wells. Big shout out to Tor Lemkin. Oh, yes, I super want to shout out Wells this episode. Can you imagine Eli Gorey just being like, yup, every single time? He was in four episodes. He's like, yeah, that's me, that's me, look at how important I am, even like, four seasons later. Shouldn't have killed that character off. Hmm? Hmm? Shouldn't have killed the peaceful black man off, but, you know. Alas. I guess the show likes to do that. Lincoln. Wow. (laughs) Listen, I'm really mad about the Lincoln stuff, but we'll get there later. (laughs) You wanna hear about what I'm mad about? Yeah. The fact that they expect us to believe that Clark doesn't wear a bra. Clark, apparently Clark and Abby both don't wear bras. That makes no sense. That's real irresponsible in an apocalypse where people have to run a lot. Exactly. Please protect your boobs, ladies. Also, like, as uncomfortable as bras can be, sometimes it's even more uncomfortable to not wear a bra. Yeah. Especially, man, like... And then, like, if you're doing work, then you get sweaty, and it's yeah. just, like, you need- you have the bra for a reason. That's why it's a thing. Like, why couldn't they just- I don't know. Yep. I would- I would not go into the apocalypse without a bra. No. Absolutely not. I would possibly double bra it. Like, regular bra and then sports bra. You strap those things in, so if you have to run, you're not in pain. Yep. Good. Yeah. This is good talk. <laughs> what did you, okay, so, anyway, moving on- <laughs> i think my exact quote or my exact note was uh clark doesn't wear a bra yeah right (laughs) eliza needs to keep those things holstered she's like staring at her lexa drawing which i guess i guess she just like has pinned up in her room Mm. i love that clark's room was covered in drawings just like her jail cell was yeah it was really like this is how i like to live and that it was it's like the only because the flame's gone so that's now one of the only things she has left of lexa yeah also, she has fishnet undies. Are those undies or shorts? I think they're short. Well, short undies. They're interesting. Cause Raven had like uh in the first season when she and when she was in the spacesuit and when she and Bellamy hooked up, right. um, they wear like brief shorts. They're cute. They are. Yeah, I'm all for like the boy short thing in the apocalypse. Yeah. Like, yeah, wear boy shorts. Mm-hmm. Question, answer. Great. How long has Nylark been happening at Arcadia? Like, how long has Clark been there? Was that, like, just a that-night thing, or...? I feel like... This is actually really difficult, because, like, how much time has passed in between Nyla arriving there? Like, it's been, like, what, two days, maybe? Yeah, maybe. So they made it seem like this is a normal... Yeah, it seemed pretty familiar. But, you know, it could be that... Every time Nyla visits, like with the dried mm. um, food, they sort of right. hook up because Clark needs sort of that point of comfort, and Nyla is that person. Yeah, okay. which makes me really happy because I really like their relationship a lot. Me too. They're both kind. They're both kind of similar, and that's interesting. Yeah, they're similar, and Nyla is soft but strong, mm-hmm. and she's a good balance for Clark because Clark's such a high-strung person, and so Nyla's just kind of like that gentle. Mm-hmm. Nice summer breeze. And so Clark wants Nyla to stay in her room Mm -hmm. for reasons that she talks about. I was kind of, during that scene, I one, I really like that um, they bring up Lexa and that Lexa is still such a presence for Clark. Yep. And that Nyla is a person who is a, uh, like, someone who speaks positively of Lexa and doesn't Mm -hmm. shame Clark and be like, you're not, like, especially, like, with Rowan. Saying, like, you're not living up to, like, what Lexa believed in. Blah, 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 blah. And Nyla's there going, no, actually, you are. Yeah, you're doing a great job. Yeah, you're... She's giving her affirmation that you are doing what Lexa would have wanted you to do because she's not getting that validation from anyone else. Right. So I really like that. And that I feel like Nyla is kind of Clark's safety blanket and that scene might be foreshadowing to something else, but I don't know yet. Okay. Because didn't it feel weird that she asked her to stay? Yeah, a little bit. Kind of felt foreshadowy. Yeah. We shall see. Foreshadowy in what way? What do you mean? I don't know. I was kind of like, she said, you know, I would prefer you stay in the Nightblood thing so that she'll sort of witness what Sky Crew's like, and I was just kind of like, why? So that she'll be there when bad things happen? Like, are we going to kill Nyla? What's happening here? Because everyone likes just Harmon, is that why? Yeah. So the real answer is her? N- Nila stayed because everyone was like, we need to have both Harmon siblings all yeah. the time. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> I like that, but I'm, yeah. I don't know. It felt foreshadowy to me. Okay. Well, we move into the, like, planning room, and we've learned that a whole bunch of stuff was lost. They're having no heat and no running water, which it's amazing to me that they had running water. Like, of course they had running water up in space, but, like, the fact that they still had running water by the... Like after they've crashed into the ground was surprising to me. Well clearly they figured out in th- they figured it out in that three month break. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But now no one can take showers. Oh no. I'm real upset. I'm pupset right now. Oh man, a big blow for Clark Griffin's shower watch. But uh-huh. there's uh-huh. lots of showers at the lab, which um, is where she's going to next. Yeah, she's gonna have beautiful unmatted hair, but everyone else gonna get real gross. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cute. And we learned that no one died, which is very surprising. Like, are Sky Cruise numbers that small that they could kind of just haul everyone out that fast? I feel like maybe. Well, I thought we had 500 people. Someone's gonna be still in, like, right- Like, it's not like nobody was near the server room. But then again, the people who were near the server room all lived fine anyway. Yeah, without a scratch on them until they had the crap beaten out of them. Yeah. I- I mean, the whole of Alpha- like, the Ring of Alpha Station crashed into the side of a mountain. hmm No one was injured? I don't get it. I mean, there were I people mean, in Medbay, yeah. but no one died? That's surprising. I mean, this is the 100th. The fact that no one died is shocking. hmm <laughs> True, though. <laughs> also, what room is this that they're in? I don't know. It didn't look like the same room that they usually do, like, planning in. No, it's not the Chancellor's office or... I mean, there's, like paint splattered and like red glass is pretty but what room was that where are you so kane's like well i can't send security with you i I mean i can send you two dudes i guess and roan's like my friends will come and he's like thanks and roan's like we're all in this together and we know when we stand hand in hand make our dreams come true I knew that was going to happen. Together, 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 everyone. Together, together, come on, let's have some fun. Together, we're here for each other every time. <laughs> together, together, come on, let's do this right. And then I could move into Zach Efron's verse, but I'll spare you. I'm just so happy because I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Well, when he said that, I was just like, really? I actually wrote like in my head as I was watching the episode. Rowan said we're in this together, and I was like, "Oh, Robin's gonna sing. <laughs> Robin's gonna sing." <laughs> anyway, Kane's not invited. <sighs> I'm fine about it, by the way. Yeah. No. <laughs> He's like, "I'm the chancellor," and I'm. Firstly, I'm like, "Y'all didn't have an election." Yeah. True. It's fine though, because I love Kane, and obviously. He should be Chancellor, but Mm -hmm. Clark's like, no, you can't come. You can't sit with us. And I'm like, but his girl is about to go into space and she might die. He should at least get to say goodbye. True. But no. But question, what was Cain even needed in Arcadia for? Yeah, I guess so. He like was like, I got to stay and save Ilion. And then he can't even do that right. And it's like, it's not even that he can't do it right, it's that the Sky Crew are so garbage that they respond to being <laughs> manipulated by Jaha more than they do, like, Kane saying, hey guys, maybe don't kill people. Maybe let's not. <laughs> the Sky Crew don't deserve Marcus Kane as their chancellor, I'm just gonna say it. So then they hug and it's cute. Clark has, like, a stepdad now. It's very cute, I appreciated it. I really like that Clark's sort of theme in this episode is reconnecting with the people around her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because she isolated herself for so much of season three and really closed herself off emotionally, and now she's kind of softening a little bit. Right. And so she lets Kane in, and then, how cute was it when she he kind of just was like, hi, I'm hugging you now, and she's oh. like, what? I need a hug now. And then she kind of just, like, melts into it. Another reason to believe that Marcus Kane is a Hufflepuff. I didn't, who said that? He is a Hufflepuff, and I will it, die on that cross. <laughs> yeah, you're the one who said that. Yeah. But also, you said that, so don't try. <laughs> Moving on, I totally forgot that Octavia was mad at Bellamy. <laughs> I was like, why is she being so rude? I totally forgot that, too, to be honest. Because I kind of thought that she was working her feelings out via murder. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe... I mean, it it's really telling that at her most emotional moments, she went straight to Bellamy. Yeah. But then... Once she was feeling better, she's like, No, I hate you. No, I still hate you. And you're a butthead. She says, Octavia is dead. So, like, <laughs> Octavia is dead, and now she's just. What's her name now? Skyrippa? Skyrippa. Cute. I mean. I mean, if you're gonna, like, change your name, Skyrippa is a pretty good one. True. What does that mean again? Sky. Death, death from above. So, like, Sky Reaper, Sky Reaper. Right. And then she says she would have killed Bellamy if he wasn't her brother, which we already sort of- Yeah. Talked about. Which, um, was cold as hell. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, next time we see Octavia, Nightavia is happening. Honestly, Nyla can be with whoever she wants. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll be so happy. Yeah. Just hook up with everyone. All of the ladies. All of them, go. Yeah. Sure. But also I think like maybe Octavian needs a little bit of comfort and Nyla could help. Something I noticed was that Illion has these restraints on, right? Mhm. And the one that's connected to his left hand is like pretty tight, but the one that's connected to his right hand was like he could get his hand out of there, no problem. <laughs> and I was like, "Bro, who did this? What are you up to?" Just leave. <laughs> again, this is, like, Sky Crew incompetence. Yeah. I love Sky Crew, but I currently want to fight all of them. Correct. Yeah. So, you know, Octavia's like, juice drain, juice down, and he's like, I didn't kill anybody, and she's like, no, you killed everyone. And he's like, well, that's my bad, but I didn't know, so can, like, you tell everyone that i didn't mean it can you step off please can you just like pass a note at lunch and like ask that girl if she likes me or not get out of my face right now just like can you text them and just like tell them that i'm sorry and octavia's like no my phone plan ran out you know what Hmm. everybody makes mistakes everybody has those days everybody knows what what i'm talking about everybody gets that way what was that buddy Uh, It was Nobody's Perfect by Hannah Montana. Oh my god! (laughs) You know, of all the places I expected this podcast to go, I really (laughs) should have seen this coming. I just need, um, all the Disney Channel, all the time. Well, this is clearly a Disney Channel show. Exactly. They put- they have murder on the Disney Channel, right? Yeah, and dog barks. Yeah. Yeah. So she brings out the fact that uh, the sword doesn't care what you meant, it just cuts. So, like- She's the sword. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Cool. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a Captain Hammer moment. So we're meeting this new character. His name is Hardy. Oh, he has a name? I just called him Angry Extra Number Three. Yeah, well, he had a name on Netflix. Like, they gave him, like, they said, Hardy, colon, here are his lines. You suck, Hardy. Hardy. I honestly would have preferred if it had been Riley. Riley. If you're gonna make Riley a big deal, follow through. Make him a big deal. (laughs) Yeah. Follow through, man. Like, if you're gonna make him the worst, make him the worst. Exactly. Because they're trying to get us, like, emotionally invested, and he's like, I have a a child, and they're five years old, and I'm like- Five! I don't know who you are! Five! 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 And I'm like, I haven't seen a kid on this show in, since season three. (laughs) And at least five. Yeah, like five. in case you forgot, five. 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 So he uses the phrase hate crime. Talk about that. Okay, this is actually really interesting. Good. Because what's happening in this scene is obviously a huge commentary on what's happening. Not only around the not only in the United States but around the world, which mm-hmm. is the strength of fear mongering and what happens when you ignore it. Because mm-hmm. Monty's standing there and pleading with Jaha and saying, please stop this because this this man is sort of trying to start a riot and trying to start a mob and is saying these things and Jaha's saying, Well, he's just blowing off steam. And it's like, Okay, that's fine. But in the world we live in now, when people blow off steam unchecked, like, you know, anonymous comments or in the YouTube comments section or on Twitter, when you say hateful things, they don't just disappear into a vacuum, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They don't just disappear into the void. They're said and people hear them and they start a movement, which is how you get places like the alt-right and you get, you know, riots and things like that. Not forces for change, but forces for destruction, so jaha as a leader should know that but he chooses not to address it because he doesn't take it seriously whereas a leader like Cain, who knows that when you incite a mob the mob will respond he he wants to stop them from sacrificing their souls i mean we'll talk about that later but the danger of this mob is that it will do exactly what it did, which is to feed in on itself so badly that it starts, like, creates real danger. See, this is what you do. You you do, you say the smart things and I say the, the dumb jokes. And then sometimes, and then we trade. Sometimes, yeah. And then you sing. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> so Jasper has become the bartender, first of all, and we get a Wells callback. Which we sort of sort of talked about. And he says, Wells would be ashamed of Jaha. And I'm like, Roasting. ouch, though. He would, though. Question. Yeah. Did- Like, the last time that we heard about Wells, was that back in season three when Jaha didn't remember him? The last person to mention Wells was Abby. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cute. So, so now- since the last time we talked about Wells, Jaha didn't remember him, and now this time we're talking about Wells and Jaha remembers too much, you know? Yeah, he would prefer not. Yeah, yeah. Which I get. Robin. No one ever told Jaha that Murphy didn't actually kill Wells. <laughs> I, I saw that on Twitter, and I was just like, if, if Jaha- mm, Yeah, because, like, if Jaha actually thought that Murphy killed Wells, and then he takes him on a trek anyway- Well, he did abandon him in a bunker for three months. I guess that's true, but, like, why bring Murphy when he could have brought Craig? Oh, right, because Murphy can row. Or Tim Bartlett. Don't (laughs) talk about Tim Bartlett. (laughs) I was like, I gotta find a way to get Tim Bartlett in here. Do not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He could have been in Mount Weather at that point. But we don't know! (laughs) (laughs) There's so many things going on in this... A whole show, but Tim Bartlett remains the biggest mystery of all. I have so many questions. Oh, buddy. Kane, Monty, Nyla. Those are the nice people, correct? Yes. Those are the good, wa- good guys right now. Uh-huh. Cool. Just wanted to cement our list. I mean, they're the people who don't want murder to be a thing. Correct. Which is interesting for Monty. Yeah. Because, uh, remember when he let that one grounder get trampled to death? There was a reason for that, though. There's kind of a legit reason for Ilion to die, too. I guess. Maybe Monty's like, unless he's done me wrong personally. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it's interesting what Monty's line is, because, like, while I don't support murder, you can see what the mob's point was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So Octavia chooses to open the door. (sighs) Oh. And then it's like, A2, Dad Miller. That was harsh. That was way harsh, Ty. Yeah. David Miller, um, my dude. Interesting that he brought up that they used to float people for stuff like that. Yeah. Because that's who Kane used to be as a character. He used to float people. Exactly. But also, like, sometimes I think about all the characters that we would have lost if we were still floating people, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that's not a thing anymore, Bro. Yeah, the whole point is the whole point of shock lashing Abby was the last. The way we do things doesn't work. Like yeah. stand. Like so, we wouldn't have Bellamy if. Yeah, if we were still floating people. But. And Kane makes an argument, and it's not that Kane so much is making the argument, which is the same way I think it kind of Ilian and Finn have a lot in common, mm-hmm. um, in terms of making a mistake and then a mob calling right. death but kane is like again he wants to save a life but he wants to do it diplomatically and in this instance it's not so much that he wants to save ilion but that he wants to stop his people from having ilion's blood on their hands right which is really interesting because who kane used to be on the arc was that he only cared about the mob in terms of being able to control it but mm-hmm. now he wants to help them yeah which is just a really nice little character development moment. Yeah, and then he cool. gets shock-lashed. It's fine. Everything's fine. So, Octavia's like, "I don't care if you hurt him, but I get to kill him." And Hardy's like, "That's cool, no prob. My question: where's why? my friend Costa? Where's my dude, Costa? See, I want to know why she got the kill, but also Costa? Yeah. Also Costa. <laughs> I need what to do you know. think it's Costa's important. up to? I don't know. He's on the guard he's supposed to be watching alien yeah but they're all outside Octavio. they were like who are the people that are supposed to be guarding this person slash oh yeah they're like yeah they're in the mob so why isn't Kaza? <laughs> stop giving characters names and then not telling us where they are and stop giving characters names and then killing them <laughs> or sending them for three-day naps r.i.p seiku oh license plate guy yeah we'll get there though we gave him a name last <laughs> last yes. episode his name's license plate guy. Yeah, true. So once they all get outside, Nyla says, we're not so different after all. What do you think that means? I think that it is the exact parallel to 209, which is Remember Me, which is when everyone in Sky Crew thinks they are superior to Grounders because of the way they deal out justice, and then you see everyone trying to send Raven to her death by death by a thousand cuts, and right. Abby standing with Kane, and she says, we're not so different, are we? Perf! So it's, it's the exact same thing. Yes! Okay, fab. Love yeah. it. Sky Crew is not superior in any way. So, Illion is full-on ready, and he's just like, let's just do it then. Yep. Listen, uh, I like Illion. hmm I like him, I'm a fan. Okay. That's it. Um, do you have any thoughts on why Octavia decided it was her kill? I mean, the only thing I can really think of is just, like, that she- she knew him beforehand, and then- Like, obviously there's symbolism and, like, this whole thing with Lincoln and she's trying to destroy the part of her that's still with Lincoln and, like, has the grief and, like, trying to... You know, there's, like, this whole meta point to it, Mm -hmm. but logically, not really. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I get what they were doing in terms of setting up that imagery, but... Um... What? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm still trying to think and... And maybe it's because he brought her home, like, he did a nice thing by bringing her home, but then he betrayed her by destroying the thing and, like, didn't listen to her because she said, please don't, and he did it anyway, but, like, Mm -hmm. that's not, I don't know. My, I think that the thing that I got out of it was that Octavia is constantly looking for vengeance instead of justice, Mm -hmm. Um, and Kane is the one who's telling her, like, vengeance and justice aren't the same thing, and she says, to me, they are. So she is trying really hard to make up for everything that happened to Lincoln, so to me it was just kind of like, she's killing him because she's killing the idea of someone who destroys her idea of home, Right. which is, you know, Lincoln was her idea of home, and then the Ark was her idea of home, and now people keep taking that away from her, so she's going to kill everyone who gets in her way of trying to find her place again. Right, because there is always a lot of talk about home and what mm-hmm. Octavia's home is. Yeah. Because originally she did say it was Lincoln, and then it was Arcadia, and then, yeah. Just yeah, people keep taking that away from her, so she has no grounding area, which is why mm-hmm. she runs, right? Right, so Octavia runs, Illion runs, and it's really sweet because Kane's like, where will you go? He's like, I just try to take care of my children, I'm doing a really bad job. He adopted two kids today, isn't that so nice? <laughs> it is he's like i don't know which one's which <laughs> she's does. it's not good with names they're all, she's like which one is it the angry one that's all of them <laughs> <laughs> they're all angry marcus but then octavia does the well i hate you you're the worst parent ever and then um runs away from home and he's like where will you go he's like you're doing a good job kane so jaha tells everyone the black rain's coming cool genius yes very smart Kane and jaha team up was genius okay jaha fine i hate how much i don't hate jaha but the only reason we don't hate jaha is because he's manipulative yeah and he says from the ashes we will rise because they're just trying to drill the theme into our brains <laughs> like did did you get it do you, uh-huh. do you know what the theme of the season is yet yes i do are you sure Yes. All right. Okay. Imagine being Kane standing there and going, why did you say that? But why? Huh? What does that have to do with anything that we're talking about right now? <laughs> it's like, huh? Dude, what are you on? How much moonshine did you have? We need to talk to Jasper about limits. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, we gotta cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> um, totally unnecessary to reuse the Lincoln death footage. Listen, here's my thoughts. If they had kept it with... Lincoln going on his knees, the gun being held up, seeing Lincoln's face beside Octavia's, and that's it? I would have thought, beautiful. Love it. Absolutely. But the fact that they kept going was like, "Uh uh-uh, too much. In the original episode, they should have stopped at that. Yeah. Lincoln's death, we never should have been shown how brutal it was. I know they're going for, like, that brutality thing, Mm -hmm. but Marie is such a good actress that we would get the impact of a gunshot sound on her face definitely and why they just felt the need to rehash it again and it's like you guys didn't learn the first time that shooting an unarmed black man is a bad thing and so you went and did it again yeah i don't (sighs) i don't like it (laughs) sadnesses i don't like it um i'm ready to move on to the road trip if you are me too cool so we meet seiku well i mean we've already met seiku but we learned that his name is seiku and you're obsessed with him i'm just sad (laughs) <laughs> okay legitimately i didn't get to watch live last night because i went to work mm-hmm. and on the way home from work i was talking to mom who had already watched it mm-hmm. and she said we learned the name of license plate guy and i say what's his name and she says seiku and i said wow he's my new favorite and she said well oh god <laughs> <And> i was <laughs> like ah shoot <laughs> you beautiful tropical polar bear alas you can't pick a red shirt to save your life I didn't even get. I hadn't even seen the episode yet. No, I'm sorry. It's okay. R.I.P. License Plate Guy. True. And so okay. you know, Monty is the info dump, and <laughs> did you guys know what this episode is about? No? no. Okay. Let here me you state go. it real clearly. There's a monologue, and Roan's sarcastic, and it's great. Roan spends his life being sarcastic. Exactly. No, I love yeah. that about him. Yeah. So they come across. Tree crew, there's a wounded guy, and, you know, Clark's being Clark and goes out there. Oh, she's just being Clark. We learn that Broadleaf and Plains Riders is moving against Asgeta. The kid finds Asgeta in the back. Why Why did you not close? Just close it. Can you close it? There's a tarp. Yeah, just, can we close it? Why didn't it, or, you know what you also could have done? Mm. Shove Rowan at the back. Yeah. 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 It's like, have you guys not learned anything from watching, like, the paparazzi? You put the celebrity surrounded by the guards. Exactly. No one wants a picture of them. Yeah. You shove him at the back, and then it's just some nice warrior sitting in the back. My only point about that scene is that I'm kind of surprised that there's anything of Treeku Crew left at this point. Yeah. Hashtag stop killing Tree Crew. Stop. <laughs> Please stop. Stop as Geta 2017. Or what is it? <laughs> what, what is it now? What 21- What year are they in? I think it's 2149. Okay, yeah. Or that. 2151. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Whatever, whatever damn year it is, there's, like, none of Tree Crew left. Please stop. Yeah. Once they get to, like, this ice melt thing, which Roan tells us it is because he's Ice Nation and he knows about ice. And climate change. Yep. Mm-hmm. They say Murphy didn't say anything about a river. So, they're talking to Murphy on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> Hashtag Murphy me. That's so cute. Is they're like, hey, buddy, how's it going? And he's like, hey, I'm here to give you a mental map. I don't miss you at all, but I kind of <gasps> miss you. See you later. Can't wait to see ya. And so Roan decides he's going to walk. <laughs> Idiot. Because he's just, like, the smartest. Um, and they're like, "Um, no, that's dumb. Let's take the rover. But for a hot second when Clark said take the rover, I looked at, I was, like, watching the screen, and I'm like, Rowan can't drive. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Bellamy can drive. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. So then, you know, Bellamy and Roan find a sort of place they could go. Clark doesn't answer the radio, and immediately Bellamy's like, let's go! Something you know, is wrong! All of this could have been avoided if they had just watched High School Musical, though. If they had all just stayed together, none of this would have happened! I understand why they didn't, though. Why? Because any bumps... Along the road, like they they don't want to move that hydrazine as much as possible, but they're gonna have to drive that way anyway. Oh, I guess that I guess that's true. Yeah. You okay? Well, they're all dumb. They're all d- <laughs> they're all so dumb. They're dumb. Okay. Next. So, what we've learned is, I mean, at the time that we're watching it, we don't know. We think that Triku just like killed Seku and then left. But I think after of seeing the episode. We can tell that Seku's the only one who really stayed loyal to Roan, then. Mm-hmm. What a good license plate guy. He he was the only one who was loyal to his king. Which you could totally tell the whole time, too. And, I mean, this is the 100, so if you're a good person, you die. Correct. Yeah. So, they've all, also killed the, arc, the other ARC guys that aren't Clark, and They're just harsh. left them wherever, <laughs> and literally no one cares, I guess. Kane's like, see, this is why I didn't send anybody <laughs> with you guys. So, I mean, the plan was that Bellamy and Clark would continue onto the island and then those two guys would each take mm-hmm. a vehicle and go back. Yes. So I guess Bellamy's taking the rover back and they're just leaving the other vehicle there? Mm. until Maybe until they come back on the boat and then they can take that back? Mm. What? Oh, <laughs> Didn't even think about that. I, I'm gonna hope that that's what happens, I think. Anyway, that that's what I'm thinking. So okay. they learn that, you know, one of the guys, like, one of the ARC people has to be alive because someone needs to drive the freaking truck. Okay, so then dead dad trap is one of my notes. That's harsh, man. <laughs> like, I saw the guy lying there and I was like, nice. <laughs> I was like, this is the most hilarious trap I've ever seen. <laughs> Like some random guy sleeping on the side of the road. That was Murphy's trap. I guess that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the Murphy and Mori technique. So then, uh, Tree Crew was pretty much just trying to ambush them to kill the king. Yeah. And Roan realizes that Ezgeta is the one who took the truck. But like, I don't know. <laughs> that that seemed a little bit of a reach to me. The point where he he said my men are the ones who took it or whatever Mm -hmm. i had to turn on subtitles because i did not understand him i listened to it like three times and still couldn't do it so i had to put on (laughs) subtitles i like legit they were talking about in the rover they were talking about sort of this theme of the season which is like everyone rising above their clan loyalty and stuff and Mm -hmm. ron keeps going well you only care about your own and i'm like yeah dude same though (laughs) once again he's being so hypocritical Yeah, and I mean, now he, like, he knows they're all in this together, but... (gasps) We're all in this together. I think they sing that at the end of High School Musical 3, too, but they sing it real, like, quiet, and you're like, wow, guess I'll cry. I don't think I I would cry at High School Musical. Oh, I've definitely cried at the end of High School Musical 3 multiple times. I definitely believe that in my heart and in my bones and in my soul. Yeah. Yeah. So, car chase. Yes! Which was apparently less Mad Max and more Fast and the Furious, which Mm -hmm. makes sense. I wrote, car chase, Roan jumps, fight ensues. Slash Roan's abs. Sure. Because those are important. That can be your point. My point is Roan's abs, and that's it. Cool. My point is barrel continuity. (laughs) Talk Um, about barrel continuity, my friend. So, like, one of the barrels is, like, gonna fall off the back, but then, like, Mm -hmm. in the wide shot, the barrel's, like, a good four inches from the back. (laughs) (laughs) And it's the only one near the front? Like, yeah. What? I'm like, okay. Alright. I mean, I get why they couldn't do that, but also, could it be a little closer? It was responsible barrel arrangements. I never have a whole lot to say about the, like, fights. I just like seeing Rowan in action. He's supposed to be a war king. I like it. That's it. That's that's my only thought. Other than it was super cool. And Bellamy shoots the dude because Clark is good. (laughs) I think it's funny that Rowan's like about to jump off the rover onto the truck. Mm -hmm. And um, the guy puts a knife to Clark's neck and he's like, do it now. Go. Right? Bellamy's like, go now. This is a good time. Do it. Do it. Go. Do it. She's in trouble. (laughs) And they're both like, oh my god, our best friend Clark! We must save our best friend Clark! He's like, my girlfriend, my responsibility! <laughs> what, their shared girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> yep. What is that, uh, bro and lark? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's lots bro of- Bro and lark. lark, I love it! There's lots of trios going on here. I love it, I love it though. I like that it's, um, especially, uh, bro cause it's like, the most bros. The most bro. I love it, I love it. Yeah. And then Bellamy and Clark get to smile, which we don't see a lot, so that's nice. I didn't know that their mouths could make that movement. No. No. My question is, there's an arrow in one of the barrels, which we learn in the next scene. (laughs) But while they're fighting on here, they're not slipping on it or, like, seeing this at all. Because it's clearly one of the barrels from the back. Yep. So I'm like, where's the liquid? So, when I was watching this scene... When Bellamy made that awesome shot, I turned to my cousin and I went, so here's what's gonna happen next. And she goes, okay, and I said, they're gonna stop, they're gonna look at the barrels, there's gonna be a hole in one of the barrels. It will have drained, which means that there's not enough fuel because they can't go into space because the CW could not afford the CGI for that. And then, like five seconds later, the arrow shows, and I was just like, yeah! <laughs> well, also, here's the thing it's like, Bellamy, you're shooting somebody, and um, there's a lot of explosive right behind that dude. Yeah, remember when Monty was like, don't jostle it? Yeah, and remember that time when um, Jasper shot a, a little jar of hydrazine? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. hmm. Listen, a lot of things had to be compromised to make Mad Max happen. Okay. Including logic. All right. So, Roan thinks he's a bad king, pretty much. Like, Clark thinks he's a good king, and Roan's like, no, I don't accept compliments. Listen, it's just really hard for kings to accept compliments, I guess. And he mentions, like, what happens after we all have the same blood. Because Luna talked about how she had nobility because of her blood, and Octavia talks about blood, and Clark kind of talks about blood, and now Roan's up here being like, Are we all going to be on the same level now, or what? Yeah, like you have no superiority. Mm -hmm. So, what are y'all gonna fight about now? Yeah, it's an it's an interesting question that I hope the show answers. Just because I would love for Sky Crew to lose the sort of superiority complex over the Grounders in the same way that the Grounders view Sky Crew as like the dirt under their shoes. Right. I don't know, man. Yeah. I got nothing else. I got nothing. So then Roan's like, I feel like you guys need a Bellark moment, so I'm going to go and unload the fuel. Bye. (laughs) So he goes, and he's like, this is an excuse so you guys can talk. Bye. Bye. And then, so Bellamy pretty much says he's leaving, and Clark says that she thinks he's special. And, you know, the big question of the episode is, what was Bellamy going to say to Clark before they were interrupted? This is Ten and Rose all over again. Rose Tyler, I- Oh, no! Yeah. No! But what was he gonna say? Leave me alone! (laughs) This is over! I didn't ask for this today. This is the only thing I could think about when I watched it. Anyway, so they lost a barrel and now Raven can't use it. Alright, we're done. (laughs) I don't want to talk anymore. It's interesting when, like, we ship all the things because then you can, like, cause specific torture to each other. With all the different things. Anyway, hashtag Klexa, Nylark, Nitavia, Bellark. <sighs> and now it's time for our segments. My first segment is called the Post Apocalyptic Sass Watch, and my Sasswatch this week goes to John Murphy for Oh, well, that's me always going above and beyond the Call of Duty. <laughs> Do you think Murphy played Call of Duty? No. That's such a Murphy game though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my segment is cgsw clark griffin shower watch and guys i'm really despondent because the showers are broken mm-hmm. but good news she's going to the island and everyone showers there True. so keep an eye out for further clark griffin cleanliness like updates uh my second segment is called the most valuable protagonist award and this week's mvp is luna oh Oh my god, I just like smacked a million things. I was like, what the hell is she doing? Sorry. I got excited. I was trying to clap. Applause is difficult. Yeah, it's really hard to smack your hands together. (laughs) Your turn. It's like one of the first things babies figure out. Your turn. (laughs) My second segment is called the Marcus Cade Beard Appreciation. Beard. Anyway. Talking is one of the other things that uh, babies learn pretty quick. Shut up. (laughs) And my second segment is called the Marcus Cain Beard Appreciation. And it's, um, good beard. Good, good beard. beard. Yeah, yeah, Kinda good. kind getting, getting real, like, like, beardy. Yeah, yeah. It's getting long. Yeah, but good. Still dig it. Still dig it. Yeah, good beard. Yeah. Alright. And our joint segment is called the Ronan Echo Makeup Hour. Unfortunately, Echo wasn't in this episode and Ronan didn't wear any makeup. Like, what the hell? Do they not have foundation and Sky Crew? Guess freaking not don't even have bras don't even yeah don't have bras we know raven wears bras yeah Ra- well raven's sensible the griffin women apparently true, true, not true no eyeliner either hmm how are you supposed to stay in style lexa had eyeliner true she we even saw her putting it on once <laughs> that's one of my favorite lexa moments three two one black Reigns here black rain here. and Cabby Killers. on the radio oh thanks for that Uh oh that guy's dying that guy's definitely dead but to find it oh bellamy don't do go outside i never thought I science did. clark's clean clark's clean radiation if i take a life Blanks. to find a cure who is it i think it's murphy work? i think it's murphy i think it's murphy too but if this it works, looks like richard's arm i'm not weird simple that? i'm super here for like morally ambiguous griffin women because like the only yeah, other time yeah. abby's taken a life was to save clark right and now it's to save everyone i'm super when excited. was that please in the finale uh it uh of season three she shot a guy who was going up to attack clark while she's in the city of light mm. okay yes but um they never addressed that again cute yeah okay thank you so much for listening our music is terminal by good news tunes if you're a fan of the other murder teen show riverdale we like to talk about that And coming soon, Lost Podcast. We do have a 10-minute teaser out, and it's pretty much just us trying to convince you to watch with us because it's, like, one of the best television shows in television history. Uh, There's no spoilers for the entire show, and so you can listen to it even if you haven't seen any episodes, and it's mostly just us talking about how much we love it Mm -hmm. and how much you should love it also. I have a lot of feelings. You can hear it in the slow escalation of your voice, like, oh my god. <laughs> anyway, um, you can follow The Aficionados on Twitter at, at The You can tweet us with anything you'd like to discuss or talk about or point out that we missed, because that apparently has been happening a lot. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, we have a Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash we also have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash The Each week, we like to shout out one of our donors. And this week, it's our very good friend from Metastation, Claire, who is an angel. Who, she wrote the book The Rewind Files, which I recommended last week. Um, and she's just an amazing playwright and overall good human that I love very, very much. Yeah. And we were on a panel with her at Unity Days. Yeah. Yeah. She's just like the nicest human. Our website is theaficionados.com. And we're going to try and start maybe posting some blog posts or articles and cute lists on there, like, ten times Echo didn't know how to blend. Also, listen, Markatane's best beard moments. Ooh, Go good, me yes, Go with on this yes. one. <laughs> Five times good beard. Yeah. That's yes. the full name. And yeah. then, like, probably, like, hair appreciation, because everyone on the show has yeah, gut yeah, hair. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. There's just, like, a lot of... We're very hair-focused, Exactly. Yeah. Yes. To your Twitter. It's your your turn. I did a fictionautist.com. Oh, I'm stupid. What's what's it like to podcast with someone so (laughs) absent-minded? I just wish I knew what it was like to podcast with someone who actually knew what they were doing, you know? Oh, my God! Wow! (laughs) Wow! (laughs) Wow. Listen, let's get this done. I have a pizza waiting for me. Hmm. you can follow me on twitter at Britannia, which is with two t's and an underscore at the end and you can follow me personally at robin e jeffrey that's r-o-b-y-n-e-j-e-f-f-r-e-y pretty much everywhere and i also run at the hundred script on twitter and we're about to start up uh what's the season two finale called again Blood. oh i don't know i don't know what it's like to Mm. know what you're talking about we're about to start the season two finale it's blood must have blood okay Join us next week for episode 407, Gimme Shelter. What do you think that means? It's a Rolling Stones song. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what I, I, I thought it, it sounded like something that was already a thing. Plus, you know, shelter from the black rain and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Real yeah. on the nose. Yeah, yeah. No. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. I, 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 I love you and I love our listeners, but I hate you. <laughs> Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Just bye. kidding. I love you. Bye. 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 bye.